0: Here comes Trouble. Hey, what's up? This is Tom Segura, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. Hey, this is Brendan Walsh, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on Tales from the Hard Side. You're here with my man Izzy motherfucking Rock, so pay attention. told people my mad flavor, so check yourself before you wreck yourself. yourself, yourself. These are tales from the hard side Painted so vivid Kicking real life stories Not woven or knitted Izzy Rock brings that rawness To all who listen Dropping heavy knowledge Knowledge And sharing some wisdom Going down that rough road Only makes you tougher It's a beautiful struggle Sometimes we suffer Let the people know You aren't in this alone This talk is deep It cuts down to the bone No fakeness here This as real as it gets Pass it this on the mic Kick it live and direct Spread that vibe everywhere on All the across cross. the globe The idea's real simple there's no secret code reach out to the people spread that positive energy because we're all looking for a little bit of serenity whatever little part of this planet you live in these tales from the hard side are now transmitting. Transmitting. transmitting
1: what is up everybody welcome to episode 198 of tales from the hard side i'm your host dizzy rock thank you for checking out the podcast please go Follow me on social media at Rock and go check out my, pod, or my website at TheIzzyRock.com. Uh, like I said, this is episode 198. You can find this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher as well as the Inspired Disorder Collective. Occasionally, it's on Gym City Podcast. And I want to thank you guys for listening. Please go rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher or wherever you listen to it. Uh-oh. That's my dog Daisy. Uh, for this episode, we are, I'm with my sons, Zach and Christian, and I want to talk about Fallout 4. I want to talk about Thanksgiving, and I want to talk about just life in general. I want to thank these guys for being on. Here, we can sit back and relax. We're on our couch. It's getting kind of cold in my studio to record. So, let's talk about something that has consumed a lot of our collective thoughts and that is the game Fallout 4 what do you guys think of it?
2: I don't know I think it's a really good game like with all the enemies that you can fight the map how many how many places you can go overall just it's a really good game
3: and Christian what do you think about it? Uh, well I, I, th- I don't think this is Bethesda's best job that they've ever done but it's one of their best With a game like Skyrim and the other Fallout games and the other Elder Scrolls games, it's really hard to break the next boundary, you know, do something so groundbreaking. And Fallout 4 wasn't as, you know, they didn't add as much as people would think, and they took some things away. They, uh they didn't bring the hardcore mode from Fallout New Vegas the 4 and a lot of people wanted that um they just added an extra difficulty for survival it, and it kind of makes the enemies a lot harder it's kind of just bullet spongyness um of the characters but i really enjoy the game uh i think the crafting is excellent it's the i i don't think i've ever seen a game with this much craftability ...in it with weapons, uh, armor, and the settlement building. And you could just play that and not even do the quests. That kind of stuff. But if you do questing and just go around the map and explore, it's a really nice time. I have to admit, this is probably my, my best experience with the Fallout game. Because, for one, the shooting works. I really like that loot drop uh, aspect to it. The, the RNG... And I love the leveling system in this game. It's, it's a bit different from Fallout from Fallout 3 in uh, New Vegas. But I, I think it's a good change for how the game plays. Uh, also, power armor is different, companions, and dialogue is also different. And they kind of went to the Mass Effect. And I think it's really good, honestly. I, I, I like the change. Um, you know, I, th- I think a voice protagonist is good. I, I like it. I also like the n- non-voiced uh, protagonists in all the other Fallout games and other school games, but I I do like how uh, good the voice acting is, and I like the emotion in it, and it's just really good.
1: Oh yeah, man, yeah. Thank you for your great description. That was actually yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, Christian's really into it. If you if you guys couldn't tell, he he loves the Fallout universe. Uh, Zach has just recently got into it. And let's talk about some things that if you guys, let's say magically somebody was listening to this from Bethesda and they actually listened to the advice of the people that enjoyed their games, what are some of of the things that you would have told them
3: to add to the game? Well, okay, so they do listen to their fan base because from Fallout 3, there were no iron sights, right? And here's just an example. So a person made a mod to put iron sights in, and then they were like, whoa, that's cool. Um, And that's kind of how the, I guess, shooter genre got now. That's what they're doing now. I know Fallout, Fallout is not an FPS. It's an RPG with shooter elements. It's not a shooter game with RPG elements. And they put it in the base game of New Vegas, and is obviously also in Fallout 4. One thing people were complaining about that I also would like is a hardcore mode or survival, like an actual survival mode, and not just, oh, enemies take more damage to kill and you gain less health with stimpaks No, not that. Something I would like would definitely be a true survival mode. Even better than... Uh, fallout new vegas because they've already shown the crafting system is a lot better but it can also be improved uh there can be more weapon customization options for things like the junk jet i i noticed there was only one upgrade for i think everything so i i do feel that some of the weapons aren't as uh craftable as others and usable you know, I, I mean, it's only sometimes situational. Also, more perks would be nice, even though there's already a lot. Some fixes to, the, to some of the glitches that happen in the game. And uh, one of them, I can't really name any glitches that I've encountered, but I know some people have encountered um, where when a legendary enemy dies, they don't have a legendary item with them. And that's happened to me once. Which was actually pretty disappointing, you know, I and, um, I don't know, it's just, the game is really good, though, I I don't really think it needs more improvements, yeah, um, I mean, maybe some more, like, I, I don't know, I just, I don't really know, I mean, uh, I kind of wish that they let us explore more of that pre-war era yeah. and not just the you know the moment before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. That that would have been fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have. And me- and maybe um if some things were more common than others like when you get higher levels. Yeah. Say uh uh let's say uh because I I'm having a lot of trouble finding some of the scrapping materials and I'm level 25 uh right now on one of my characters. So I I feel like maybe they should improve it for the leveling. Also the enemies should scale with your level. So you're not, you know, let's say you go back to that very first area and of course it's it's going to be low level, but the thing is it it should increase in the in the armor and the weapons they use should increase and then um the loot should be better. Yeah. And and also if you wait a few days, you can go back to a certain two areas and you can re loot them and re-kill the enemies. I just wish it was more scaled because pretty much when you get to that very high level the only place you can go and kill things is really the southern part of the map. Yeah, and it's uh, true. It's true. It, yeah, and it's like, unless you have a character with 10 intelligence and you get lucky every time with the idiot savant perk, you take that. If that doesn't hit every time, pretty much, you kill an enemy, it's going to take a lot longer to gain those levels. And I know they're not like, oh, complete, fully max out a character, but I just wish the level scaling was a bit better in the game. Oh yeah. Also, more power armor. There's only four sets in the entire game. And I kind of wish the Enclave, Tesla armor, and the Hellfire armor was in the game. Um, I mean, they do have the Mark 1. But I feel like... Uh, no, wait. Yeah, there's only four like full sets. And I feel like they just need to add a little bit more to that. Also... Minor complaint, but the Enclave should have had more of an impact. I know that in Fallout Two they got destroyed, but they've they've been in Three in New Vegas. But I feel like they could. I, I'm not really that far in the story, so I don't I don't know that much if the Enclave is in it that much. But I only really see I bots around, and that's about it for the Enclave. So I kind of wish they would add more. I really do like how you can get bobbleheads again, and I really like how you can max out your character because I, I like I'm sort of that completionist, so I'm going to go everywhere and get everything that I can, uh, put all, you know, get all the level ups, so I can put as much time into the game as possible, and you know, just that kind of stuff. Heck
1: yeah, man! All right, so Zach do you uh do you have any final thoughts on Fallout four and anything that they could have added or anything that you enjoy?
2: No, I think christian said it all.
1: <laughs> he is in depth Christian could do his own fallout podcast um <laughs> <laughs> you could, I mean for, for real i mean like Cr- christian- christian is christian is the type of person who when he is into something he is super into it. And can really like you would you would be great on a like if you did like a Fallout podcast or something like that.
3: And one more thing with the Minutemen quests, I kind of I I like how the faction quests work, but there's a lot of fetch quests for the Minutemen. It's just go to an area, take it over, come back. You know, I know it's settlement settlement building, but I just there's too many settlements. It's a lot. I really like the castle. That's a really nice area. And some of the enemies are really tough. Yeah, man. That's cool. So, uh, and for those who
1: don't play Fallout or even care, uh, just, you know, go check it out. Go, Go check out videos. There's some great videos on YouTube. So, this past fall, we had a good time. We went to... Cleveland for Thanksgiving and I want to keep this episode short so we we recently had a whole week of a holiday this is your first week for that where you guys had a break from school for Thanksgiving what do you think of that you think all all kids should have uh, a whole week off
3: yeah I do um, but I think for a reason that they did it this year like that was because of our new high school being built, yeah, and uh, that's going to be done really soon. But I, yeah, I, I think the whole week thing is good. It's kind of like spring break. It's like, oh, take a few days away from spring break. No, you should just, you know, I know I don't know any school that doesn't, but I mean, you know, it's, uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Just yeah, I, I do think all at least the it, i mean cuz not everyone celebrates thanksgiving yeah i don't think it's all it's a shame
1: it's it's my favorite holiday thanksgiving thanksgiving's my favorite holiday wait why because you get to see family you get to spend time with family you get to eat a bunch of different foods and you get to overeat that day and it's acceptable and i love football footballs on that day and that's usually the time that i know i'm going to be off work so and i get to help cook i get to help you know at least this year i helped cook this was my first year where i i did something as far as cooking i love to cook around the house you guys know that and uh yeah so it's my it's As an adult now, it's probably my favorite holiday. Nobody is requiring gifts. There's no gifts that people have to worry about getting people. You don't have to, as far as us, we're not out driving on the road, so you don't have to worry about a a bunch of drunk drivers. And then the next day, I know people hate Black Friday, and they have a negative attitude about it, but because I do play the role of Santa Claus, Santa Claus looks for some great deals uh, for Christmas presents, and so that's a good day to get deals for the things that I get except i don't go on I don't go on Thanksgiving I have in the past but i don't don't go on Thanksgiving it's too crazy. I go on Friday morning at eight o'clock and I get stuff done so
3: what what's you guys' favorite holiday um I don't know I mean i I don't know because you know I I think that's a tie between Christmas and Thanksgiving. Uh Christmas, you know, you get new things, you yeah, spend time same. with your family. Um you get to, again, you get to eat a lot of food and don't feel guilty about it. Um and, you know, just relax. You know, it's a that kind of uh thing. Same with Thanksgiving. I I really like um just overeating. <laughs> um, because I am a guy who loves food, yeah, as you can tell, yeah,
2: I don't like overeating because I threw up on that night a lot,
1: yeah, yeah o- overeating is not recommended um on a regular basis, or you will you know you'll you'll become unhealthy uh so anyway, so you guys enjoyed your thanksgiving you you guys what what are some memories that you have from holidays past any cool memories that you have for the various holidays the past like your life for your life what what's your favorite like christmas memory
3: that that's tough um definitely one would be the year where I got the lego set mm-hmm. um the which indiana which lego jones. set the indiana jones one yeah but that i um after about a few hours of building it, I came to a point where I messed up. <laughs> and it was pretty much irreversible because I couldn't get a piece of Lego out of another. So, yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes sometimes Lego sets are really tough building. Yeah, um, One goal for me would try to get either the uh, Lego Death Star or Lego Star Destroyer. I would love to build those. Love to. What about you Zach? What's your
1: what's one of your favorite holiday memories? Nothing. And Daisy's really snoring. I know, right? Mm. Do you not have any favorite holiday
3: I think memories? He's thinking or he's just thinking? paying not attention yet. to the game.
1: Not yet.
2: Maybe this year.
1: Currently, we're watching the Philadelphia Eagles and the New England Patriots. And the Eagles just blocked um a punt to return for a touchdown, so The Eagles are actually beating, or they're tied with the Patriots at the Patriots' house. Aren't the Patriots undefeated? The Patriots are, no, they're not undefeated. I think they've lost like one or two games. Now, Zach, for, for people who don't know, I'm a big fan of things in Philadelphia, not necessarily the Eagles, but I'm a big fan of things like the mediocre show, who they record from the outskirts of Philly in Westchester. But we visited. Philly a couple times and you kind of became a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles right? No,
2: Not really anymore but I just if they're on then I'll watch them.
1: Yeah. What team do you root for these days?
2: Um I really don't have a favorite team.
1: No? uh, Is there there any team that you watch more than any other as far as the NFL? No. No. All right. Great answer. Um (laughs) And you know
3: my answer. <laughs> and Christian does not like sports. Uh mm. sports ball. Sports ball. Yeah. Uh I don't I don't really care for it. Um it's one of those things like if I don't have anything else to do, then I'll watch it. Yeah. But I pretty much always have something to do. Yeah. So um I mean I mean just to spend time with my family. I'll watch it if they watch it, but most of the time I won't. Even if they are watching it, I just not even if it's um, their favorite team, I'm not going to. Most of the time,
1: you should watch it. It's a it's a bonding experience. It's fun.
3: Oh yeah, same time. with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's true. Um, I love Lord of the Rings, man, and the Star Wars. I, I love all of the sci-fi movies out there. It's um, they're really good.
1: No, oh, no, we're almost done. Zach, I, re- I really like them. Zach's trying to set his mic down. No, just come on, we're almost done. Um, this, this, like I told, I, I told the crowd
3: this is this is a short one here. Just so talk for a minute. Here. Have you? So I haven't seen Blade Runner yet. Um oh, Zach, the one with uh, what's his name that played Indiana Jones and Huntolo. Uh, I forget his name. Harrison Ford. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Um, I haven't seen the mo- the Blade Runner movie where he's in it because I think they did another one where he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I. I I need to see that, uh, but I, I've seen a really good, really good amount of sci-fi movies, and I love I love them. Yeah, sci-fi
1: movies are pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of them myself. Um, now, t- speaking of sci-fi movies, and maybe we talk about the Star Wars in the next episode, but uh, before before we get to that, I, I want to transition into something Rick else. Rick and Morty. Yeah, we could talk about Rick and Morty
3: too. Okay, just
1: we visited a career technical school for your junior and senior year and I want to talk about the subjects that we looked at and I want to talk about um that the Panthers are getting beat by the Saints no. I want to talk about the fact that you checked out some programs and you're a sophomore, you're 16 years old. Yeah. And so you're you want to transition into a career technical center from instead of your high school. What were those programs that you looked at and what interested you the most? Well,
3: okay, so I've really only looked into a few in depth. Um but the one that probably interested me the most, and I'll, I'll go in order, um it, it's very slim, very very slim, paper slim um paper thin slim (laughs) uh but um the game programming and uh web application right um i'm pretty sure that was one uh but it's something like that and pretty much in that class you code and code and code and code some more Yeah, and definitely code did we mention coding
1: yeah did we mention coding you code i don't know and then you code yeah. And, so, and and the question that I asked... And plan. One of the, yeah, and plan. And the question I asked one of the juniors that was there was, do you enjoy what you do? And he said, I can't wait to do it. I can't come in. I love to do it. I can't wait to come to school. And then he proceeded to tell me how some some students will take, if if they're on a field trip, let's say, or whatever, or they're on the bus, they will pull their computers out to code. I've heard that there's some kids at their lunch that they can't wait to get done with their lunch because they can't wait to get back to coding and if you're excited about what you're doing that tends to show me that you're going to be successful at it if it's something that you can make money off of so do you see yourself getting that excited for programming
3: um, yeah I, I actually do Um, I mean I've I've coded in the past uh, with a few, co- a few things that I've done but I, I do think it's really interesting. I really enjoy it. It's just really cool. You know, I, I love the whole process of making video games. I love that. It's it's really cool. And you have you made some in high school? Um, in high school? We did make some, actually, in my uh, STEM class, which is science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, yeah. There you go. Nice. <laughs> um but yeah, we I I made a uh it wasn't really a game, it was more of just uh putting in numbers and then getting them to go somewhere else. And some other things, but you know, that that's really it. Um but I think we did make a text-based game. Um and then we designed we went a little bit into 2D and 3D uh modeling and at the end of our semester near the end, and we made pretty much... This was um, before our new high school kind of got its whole build, that kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, it um, we designed that, and we made some of it. We didn't get to make all of it, uh, but it was definitely fun. I've really enjoyed it. Um, the people there, I loved working with them. It, it's, it's not working with them. It's It's just... I wouldn't even say working. It's like having fun with them. Since I think it's like, it's just really good. I I don't know. It's that kind of environment I really like. I have the same uh, interests as other people. And, and, you know, I can just, you know, you know, lay back and enjoy my time.
1: And their point system that they have was kind of funny.
3: Oh, I loved it. What, oh, it's amazing. What was it? Describe it. So you you lose health for every time you're not on task or doing something, but you gain XP every time you do something good, and you can level up and that kind of stuff. And then it, then they talked about like random events that happened where someone would have to do the chicken dance or something else. And It's really cool. That's that's a really cool concept of like learning, um, and it, and it's really cool. It's it's just okay. Instead of using the word cool, exhilarating. Yeah, it's really exhilarating.
1: Well, what what could be done differently? Uh, and I want to get back to the other programs that you checked out. But what could be done differently for learning? What would you give teachers, if teachers were listening to this, give them some advice from a student?
3: Um, more hands-on activities. Um, you know, rewarding your students and not just giving them a sticker. You know, let's say everyone gets an A on the test, then you get a pizza party or something like that. That'd be really cool. I really think that the learning system needs to change. Because it's I don't I don't know. Well what do you think, Zach?
2: Um you so at my old elementary everybody got um well about the middle school now, but at my elementary uh, last year, oh, well, I think it was fifth grade. Yeah, fifth grade. Everybody got an hundred percent on the test and or quiz or something like that. And the principal brought like share size Skittles for everybody. Nice. And they're pretty sure they're from Sam's Club. But
1: what was that? Was that something that you look forward to? If you, like if you knew candy was involved with it, yes. would you work harder? Yes. Yes. You would. Yeah. Would you, would and you? then
2: and then sometimes if we help him out like say, yeah, last year if we helped him out like carrying stuff, like pop and stuff to like the teacher's lounge for parties or something, he'd give us a pack of Skittles. So
3: Um that's kind of what happened with me. I changed the sign that is now electronic, but it used to not be. And after I changed it for when I got to miss class and two, um this was in elementary school as well, but uh I also got Skittles. Nice. It was really cool. I was like, Oh, that's cool. But I, I think it should be more okay, say everyone gets an A during the quarter. They sh- it should be like, Hey, you get a really good reward You know, and, and that would um sorry that I cut you off. No, you're good. <laughs> um but it would it would excite people And inspire them to do better in school to learn more and to just you know uh just yeah yeah work harder um so it's very very nice if they do that
1: cool and what are you uh let's let's talk about
3: the other programs that you saw let's finish that what what were the other programs? So I I saw Ramtech program which is robotics and I didn't really learn much about that but I thought it was really cool. Um I know that's hands-on. So yes. Oh yeah, you do like hands-on, you said. Yeah, I I think it's the best kind of learning because you know you're not sitting there falling asleep. You're actually doing something productive and it it helps with learning skills, social skills because you talk to people. Yeah. Um you know, and what was the other program? Uh my other program was the airplane mechanic. Airplane mechanic. Or uh yeah, that kind of stuff. And that's really cool because it's all it's pretty much all hands on. Except for a little bit of paperwork. And you would get your FAA certification. Yeah. Also make sixty thousand dollars out the door <laughs> without college. Um you know, and it's it's really cool. And my friends were talking to me like, No, we're not gonna go there and I said why? And they said, Why would I want to do something for why would I want to go there if I could do the exact same thing? And I said, well, you can't. And also, you, could, you couldn't you could really make $60,000 straight out the door. Right. Well, and not only that, but you get your,
1: you know, you get college credits. Right. It There's a lot yeah. of benefits from going to the career technical school. So they, they're talking about not even going to
3: yeah school. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they don't want to. It's mm. like, I guess they just don't want to do more work. Yeah. It is a
1: it is an interesting thing and I would advise you to take advantage of it because it I went to a similar type school that I didn't take advantage of because I don't think I understood the consequences. I don't think think I understood the big picture aspect that when I was going to be an adult in a couple years and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Uh but just know that the things that you want to do are are possible and that like if you want to be involved with a work at Bethesda, I think that you should fight for that. I think if you want to be an automotive mechanic and airplane, me- or yeah, airplane <laughs> mechanic, and come out the gate making sixty thousand a year, th- that that would set you up for a nice life. That you could save up a lot of money to until you decided whether or not you wanted to have a family and raise a family it would a lot of the stress and worries of money and things like that would would be gone because you would be highly compensated and you would ha- you would be able to travel i mean you could even get your pilot's license and learn how to fly yeah <laughs> so you know if that's something that you ever looked forward to is not even a dream that I ever imagined for myself. Uh, the uh, the fact that you could possibly fly. Now, do you feel like you're? Do you feel like you know what you want to
3: do for life? Um, not really at the moment. Um, I don't really have a um, you know, what am I gonna do for sixty years? Um, but I do think that probably the game programming. Would most likely be the best. Um, because it, it's just something that I enjoy. It's it, The environment would be very nice. Uh, I would relax. I wouldn't have stress. And you're passionate about that stuff anyway. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I think out of the three, that's the one that I'm going to do. Um, but, you know, just... Gotta be good. <laughs> yeah, and you gotta work hard, right? Oh, definitely, yeah.
1: Yeah. Alright, well... That's been about a half an hour, and just so you guys know, the next two weeks, I have next week is episode one hundred and ninety nine. Next week is with Christian again, and we talk about some deeper talk topics that uh, are are pretty cool. We talk about music. We talk. Well, you guys wait till next week. You'll hear what we talk about. Some some stuff might get a little controversial. Just to tease you to listen next week so thank you for being on christian and zach is now on the elliptical he is your typical 12 year old can't stand still so i want to thank him for being on too he's he's currently playing on the basketball team at school and i want to congratulate him for that and i want to just hope you guys have a good holiday season don't stress yourself out don't let go of that mic all right, say goodbye. You gonna, oh. Murphy, what do you have to say? <laughs> He's got the mic up to Murphy's, our other dog. What do you have to say? Can you hear him snoring? He's
3: not snoring.
1: He? All right, so. All right, well. <laughs> take uh, take I? care of yourself. Yeah. Oh, uh, somebody sent uh, a text. mom. Mom's yeah. over there on the chair. Yep. Is she asleep? Go make that pizza. Oh, snap.
3: Anyway, guys. uh Uh-oh. Bam. Hey, hey. Anyway, guys. Thank you for watching the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. Listening. What? Listen. Listening. You got to
1: say that again. Say, thank you for listening. Oh,
3: crap. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. Please go check it out on iTunes and Stitcher.
1: Please follow us on social media and give us a call on our voicemail at 937-265. In fact, let me go look at my notes. Thanks for all the love, guys. Thanks for all the love, everybody. And you guys can call the podcast, call the voicemail, and leave me a voicemail at 937-265-2024. And go check out the content that I release for Gym City Podcast at GymCityPodcast.com. Alright? Next week. Come back. Listen next Sunday. Alright. Here we we're out. Here's some Izzy's homegrown.
3: Later. Bye bye.
0: From my garden, brother. Homegrown. Thank you very much. Thinking of homegrown. <laughs>
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Izzy's Homegrown featured on at the end of Tales from the Hard Side and featured on FizzButton.net on the Rock Request Wednesday show. Bad Andy contacted me a while back and asked me if I wanted to submit some music and it turned into this thing called Izzy's Homegrown because I wanted to feature some local bands from Dayton, Ohio. And I wanted to showcase them. For one, I was already playing some music on my podcast from Dayton, Ohio. But I also wanted to just concentrate and put it at the end of the podcast. So it's kind of its own segment. So now, this is Izzy's Homegrown. This week, I got a couple bands that I have talked to recently through the Gym City podcast. We recently covered a festival called the Miami Valley Music Fest based outside of Dayton, Ohio in Troy, Ohio. And we covered the festival one weekend uh, in late July, early August 2015. And I came across a band called Glowstick Willie. I will spell that for you. It's G-L-O-S-T-I-K. And then Willie is W-I-L-L-Y. Glowstick Willie is the life support for the rock and roll you thought was dead. The band formed in early 2008 and since then has grown to be a driving force in today's scene, bridging the gap between rock and jam and forming their own genre of music that can only be described as hippie metal. Glowstick Willie has done 500 plus performances in more than 17 states and counting. The band has hosted seven music festivals, May Days, Stick Night, Twig Night, and Willie Fest, and performed at over 35 festivals. Glowstick Willie brings an energy like no other band during their live performances that gets crowds moving and grooving all night long. Currently, the band is working on a new album that will feature the band's most recent musical workings while releasing a series of live albums. Glowstick Willy continues to thrive on the road, spreading their love for music to anyone with an open ear. If this group of in-your-face hippie metal addicts happen to stop by a city near you, be sure not to miss this amazing musical spectacle that the world knows as Glowstick Willie. Please go to glowstickwilly.com for more information. They have quite a few shows in and around the Ohio area. I'm actually not sure where they're from, but they were a group of three individuals who were really cool guys. And I know the idea of jam band for a lot of people. A lot of people don't like that term. Don't like jam bands. A lot of people don't like the term hippie. They don't want to be associated with an idea of what that is. It's all, who cares? Who cares? Don't generalize. If you get around people and they call themselves a hippie, you might like that person or you might be annoyed by them. Either way, Glowstick stick willy were really cool dudes and they gave me their cd to play some of their music i dug it and i want to play a track for you called propaganda soldier from the 2015 album glow stick willy The next band I have for you is a band called Dark Backward. Please go to darkbackward.com for more information. But Dark Backward, originally formed in 2000 by core members Max Nye and Eric Purtle, Dayton, Ohio's own Dark Backward began primarily as a studio-based art damage collective. However, 2008 saw the band morph into a more traditional live-based rock outfit while retaining its original anything-goes ethos. Their general mission statement, as amorphous as the 1991 cult film after which they were named, Nye and Pirtle both labored in seminal Dayton New Wave act Dementia Precox. Additionally, Pirtle up until recently worked the Midwest punk circuit with luxury pushers, notably with Mondalux and Colonel Bleep, respectively, among many others. Simply stated, Dark Backwards members combined rock years total is a staggering number guy capo's 2005 skin feature sex drugs and rock and roll brought dark dark backward an avn award that's right they won a porn award the film also showcased max in a substantial role expect the loudest from this band (laughs) so this band was came on the gym city podcast and i had such a good time talking to these guys these guys are pure rock and roll From their album Phrase and Fable, released in 2013, I want to play the track Inappropriate Homage. So here it is, Dark Backward with Inappropriate Homage.
0: Yeah. just
4: guys with beards? Um, sometimes. Sometimes? What about bald heads? Most of the time. What if there are guys with beards and bald heads with just deep rivers of blue eyes that just say, I love you? I tend to marry them. <laughs> <laughs> now, what if they're just a genuinely good dude, too? Um, uh, I just friend them. Befriend them? Not befriend them? Not friend them. friend them. Not friend them? That sounds like a Facebook thing. What about thing. be friendly with them? Not too friendly. Not too friendly? I don't know. Well, the Izzy Rock meets those requirements. He's bearded. He's bald. He's got those deep rivers of bluey bluey eyes. You mean he's got triple Bs? Yes, triple Bs. <laughs> 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 and he's got a couple podcasts that he does. I knew that. Yeah. Tales from the Hard Side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the Block with his bestest friend ever, Scott Epic. Mm-hmm. And then he also produces the Gem City podcast, which is a local, like, artsy-fartsy type podcast in the Dayton, Ohio area. So, well, who knew? I know. I, I basically what I'm trying to say here is he's a good guy. You should go listen to him. Give him a, give him a shout out. And if you like his stuff, you know what? Subscribe to him on iTunes. Also, you can leave him a comment, rate, review, and subscribe, people. We'd appreciate it. And so would he. Yes, yes, he would. Oh, he's a he's a dad too. So the Bad Parenting Podcast loves the fact that he's a dad. So that helps out. Dad's are great. Dads are great. Two cool sons. See, good dude. Reason, good kids. We need more people like him. I agree. So yes, yes. Listen, listen to Izzy's shit. It's awesome. Agree again. All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye.